0: You no answer answer I started it no If you buy them, get them, up. get
1: them
0: up. I mean, you buy them. I buy them. I mean them. We say you buy them, buy them. Oh, I represent. Oh, it's 1990 Okay, people, you know we bowed it, bowed it It's Monday, and uh yeah, you're getting another chin check, baby You know what I mean? Last week, late last week, right? We found out that there's gonna be another submission underground before the year is done And... That opened up questions, right? So we sent out the signal, and we were able to get the boss lady herself, the great Heather Standing, to come on board and, uh, yeah, break down some submission underground ish for us so you know what i mean i feel we answer all those questions people wanted to know she breaks down some history it's a great time people so come check it out you do not want to miss this one <laughs> let's go okay people so it's another festive chin check for you and today we are graced with the boss lady herself yes that's right people we got Heather standing in the house Heather thank you very much for uh, stopping by really appreciate it how are you today?
2: I am doing great. I'm busy. I got a lot going on. I can
0: imagine. <laughs> I yeah. I, I can definitely imagine. I, I I thought we were done, right? I, I thought with submission underground 19, and I was just like, oh my god, this is so good. Like the event was like the lineup was great, right? right. Line, just on yeah. its own, the lineup was great. And mm-hmm. then you have the craziness with Cowboy and RDS,
1: oh, which my you're god. just
0: like, wait, what? What is yeah. happening? They're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what did you think when all of that was happening?
2: Oh my god. Well, so what's funny about it is that at the show, I'm in charge of handing out the athletes' checks. So when right. they get out of the cage, they want to come see me because I have their money. Um, <laughs> and i had my purse and my jacket i'm ready to make a quick leave after the show and i walk out um as Ishi uh, ishii and fowler are getting out of the cage and my other boss kevin who is the announcer actually he points at me and he goes hey do you know what's going on and i said no and he says oh we're doing rda and cowboy again i said what <laughs> and i said Okay, I didn't know that because I get to watch the um, I watch the show on a big screen in the back, right. but there's no audio because Chael is a few doors down. Uh, so right. there's no I get to watch it in silence. So I haven't even watched the playback as to what he even says. But obviously, we win. We win again. <laughs> <So> <laughs> even I don't know what's going on sometimes.
0: <laughs> no, so it, it, it was crazy because after the match and then in the in between. While Chael is building the next, right? Yeah. He's like, um, oh, I think, wait, hold on. Oh, so supposedly Cowboys said he'll run the match again, like yeah. the whole match. And yeah. he's just like, no, I don't want that to happen. I kind of feel a match is a match and blah, blah, blah. And just the way mm-hmm. Chael sells it, right? Like oh, Chell that's so good. At is, what he does. Yes. Chell is
1: yeah, Chael is great
0: at selling it and then the podcast and all of that. But yeah. you, there's nothing else. Right, so yeah. he's kind of said, "Oh, cowboy's down," but I don't want this, and blah blah blah. And then after the Ishi Craig fight, it's like, um, oh, wait, hold on, I, they're coming back. They're gonna rerun the <laughs> overtime set. Like, what yeah. is I happening? I need
2: a too. I need one. <laughs> what, what <is>
0: Yeah. Uh, so as they ran it again, was that two check you handed out?
2: <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is that uh, Cowboy comes up to me after the show. He'd been calling me Ma all night. And he comes up to me and he's like, Hey Ma, I heard there was another cheque. And I said, uh, you got to talk to the big boss about that. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not leaving until I get the check. I said, well, I'm leaving. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happened. To that, but I walked away from that one. I'm like, I don't have that money. <laughs> so. But, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, the fans loved it, obviously, because they felt a certain way with the stoppage or whatever. And obviously RDA probably did too. Um, but it was so funny the next day, um, somebody on Twitter uh kind of came at us sideways and they're like hey you can't be doing that when you have betting odds on the line you know because they're like what if rda had lost the first one but won the second one and i went i didn't even think about that <laughs> you know because i don't do the betting and stuff but they're like that can mess up the books and i'm like oh i know yeah i don't know i don't know what you do in that situation um, we um, I yeah it's a <laughs> weird one
0: because, like, yeah. It's like he's like do you actually i mean, i would kind of say you don't have to worry about that
2: well i would think that the second match would have been a definitive thing you know anyway i mean i think that would have been like what they like basically in my opinion they were scrapping the first match to have yeah. a definitive answer on this one so but i can imagine if someone you know if rda had won the second one people might be pissed off about their <laughs> cowboy that i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah, no, But that's what Charles said. He was just like, okay, so the first overtime essentially didn't happen. So this would be yeah. it. It's not a second yeah. fight. Yeah. It's just yep. the overtime redone. So I, I kind yeah. of feel that it doesn't affect the bedding at all. Like yeah. you just kneel the first one and go, all right, this is mm-hmm. it, Yeah, kind of I thing. mean,
2: that's probably what I would have had to have said and then like, well, you know i'm happy that i'm happy that cowboy wanted to do it for the fans you know i'm happy that cowboy wanted to get back in there i know that rda probably appreciated that you know Mm. at the moment so (laughs)
0: yeah yeah he didn't seem yeah rda didn't seem irritated after the fight or anything like that he you know he didn't look like he was a sore loser or anything right Right. yeah it, it all seemed cool Right. And
2: well and, and it's and, interesting because online, you know, we, there's been all these clips floating around about did he tap, did he not tap, and it's a very uh it's probably about seventy-five percent that he tapped and twenty-five percent that he didn't. It's really interesting to see the different uh people weighing in from fighters to jujitsu people to you know, just the general public. Um, hey <laughs> you, <know? laughs> so. you, you can get
0: what RDA is saying, but yeah. he did tap. You mean that yeah. that that motion is were
2: pushing, so it was this way, but it's like, well it's like still you, the tap. if you're gonna push, push all the way, not boom boom. You know, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You,
0: you I feel you need to do something to show or say to the referee, I'm I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm not ta- yeah or, or something. Right. But it's right. kind of right. down to you to
1: that but could you imagine
2: how let his arm get snapped off? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 somebody. Good lord! <laughs> so,
1: yeah,
2: it's it's a tough position. I feel bad for the ref. He's in a he's in a thankless position, you know. But
1: mm.
2: but uh, yeah, it's
0: it's Kind of nice that we had clarification over everything in that night.
2: Immediate, immediate yeah. clarification. Yeah. That was because nice. Because the I'm Mason Craig
0: one situation, that took, that was three events. Was that? Or was uh, that two? <laughs> I can't remember if it was exactly uh, the next event that two, they ran it back. Was it two the events. next event? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we, we immediately did it the next event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to. You had to, you know, so, and he tapped on that next one. Thank God, thank God, (laughs) I'm like, please God make it definitive. (laughs) The internet hates us, they're still mad at us about Craig losing. I'm like, we didn't do it, you know. (laughs) People love Craig Jones, they really do. And that's, he's got a cult following, you know, so.
0: It's just the crazy style he's got.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he, Yeah. he,
0: he sits down straight away. And just yeah. welcomes the person in. <laughs> You're just like, wait, what are you doing, Grace? <laughs> but
2: you know, but the argument to that is people get mad. They're like, Mason's not engaging. And I'm like, well, just because Mason doesn't choose to sit down, I mean, is that wrong? You know? I mean, mm.
0: so. Yeah, you, you don't have to right that, that, that's the kind of thing It's different approaches of different styles so it's kind of just because you want to you want them to come to you right. <laughs> they know how dangerous you are so they're not gonna just jump into your guard and do that
2: well we i think it was uh submission underground three or four we had uriah faber in there with um paulo meow one of the meow brothers
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i watched the world watched the Meow Brothers sit there and literally butt scoot across the cage.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. As as Uriah is jumping over one leg and the other leg. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> I mean, you know, he wasn't he wasn't disengaging, but he also knew that that's not a good strategy for him to dive into that. You know, mm. everyone's strategies are different, but yeah, it's uh, you know, but this is what Chael wanted with Submission Underground is he wanted to see the MMA fighters versus the jujitsu purists and you know Mason he's an MMA fan he was an MMA fighter before he got into you know to the jujitsu route yeah. and so so we're seeing that actually play out right now with the Mason Craig stuff you know and um that actually leads us to this event on Wednesday uh, a lot of people are saying that Bader's just gonna take the belt and run and maybe he will but that you know who knows yeah no, I, I, well, I think because
0: Mason doesn't do MMA anymore, does he? He's, no. I think mm-hmm. he's just... And, and I think that's the thing, right? Because yeah. when you're splitting your time with the training, yes, you can't focus on these new developments as much,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think if Craig... If Mason was um, doing MMA... It might be a yeah. little bit different, but because he's just focused now on jujitsu, mm-hmm. we're just seeing this crazy game. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Like the way he adapted against Ishi was just great. Because yeah, at first you could see him trying to do something, and be like, "Oh, I can't move him. Ishi's <laughs> way too big. Okay, I need to do something else."
2: He's a <laughs> yeah, he is a heavy statue man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i saw him and i went oh i don't think that mason's gonna be a neck crank him
1: oh <laughs> my <laughs> like, good luck with that route you know, but... yeah
0: <laughs> So, when did you find out that you gotta you gotta do another event
2: <laughs> so it's so funny because I left the venue, um, I left Snug Island on <laughs> uh, Sunday, and I said, I don't want to hear from any of you people until like January 2nd, you know, give me, <laughs> give me my vacation, you know, because um, these shows are sometimes two and a half months in the making. I mean, this mm. one we have been working on since October 4th, so it, yeah, it was two and a half months of work, and um, And literally Monday, uh, I got a a flurry of messages, text messages from Chael saying, hey, I don't have a lot of time, but we're doing the show on the 30th and I need a card matched right away. Um, You know, call me for details. (laughs) What? (laughs) You know, like the number one question that people usually ask me in podcasts or interviews, whatever, is what's it like working for Chael? This is what it's like. <laughs> this is it. This is what it's like. I literally made this poster that said the channel that stole Christmas, you know? <laughs> because, because he did, you know? It's like I told him yesterday, I said, I heard something about holiday pay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, he's spo- he takes very good care of me and I, I, I spoil uh, him and the promotion. I mean, I, you know, we got to get it done. You know, if yeah. they want to get it done, we got to get it done. So I found out Monday afternoon and um it's so funny. I was supposed to be traveling actually. Uh I was supposed to leave uh Oregon yesterday and um uh, travel for the holiday and I had actually canceled the trip a week prior, not knowing any of this, but thank oh, God I canceled it because yeah. I looked at jail and said, Dude, you want me to perform a miracle on <laughs> <laughs> nine days, you know? And um and he, he, you know, he's a busy man himself. And, you know, sometimes we collaborate on the card and sometimes we don't,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, sometimes I'll message him and I say, Hey, I need this UFC fighters phone number and he gets it for me. And that's how that goes. But, um, and then there's matches that he wants and whatnot, but I'll tell you what, Ryan Bader, um, we must've gotten asked for him by 10 different people. They're mm-hmm. like, I want Bader. I want Bader. And it's like, why Bader? You know? um, Couple people asked for Anthony Johnson, but um yeah, everybody wanted Bader. He was a very hot commodity for this next card. And we're like, if we're gonna bring him back, it has to be for the champion. It has to be. So
1: Mm. yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, But and he's great. He's such good people, nicest guy you ever met. I mean, him and Cowboy are cut from the same cloth. I mean, they're just (laughs) good people, you know. They're they're competitive and they're fun. And they're nice and polite and everything, and they get the job done, you know, and that's all you can ask for. You know? yes. so, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, with like, how how long did it take to put these matches together? Does it seem to happen very? There's, I remember just being on Twitter. I forget. I was looking for something, and then uh-huh. all of a sudden, I see this poster, and I'm like. Wait, what? Wait, it says the, what? The 30th? And in yeah. my head, for some reason, I thought, oh, next Sunday, right, okay, next Sunday. And I was like, wait, next Sunday, oh, if that, I was that, a son, Sunday. that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't I work. That. Wait, yeah. I looked at the calendar, I was like, wait, that's Wednesday,
2: <laughs> what's <Yeah>. happening here? <laughs> no, I was like, what? No, you and I had the same reaction, yeah. I. <laughs> um, you know, I when he messaged me, it was like noon on Monday, and I told him, I said, Look, I'm not gonna be home for a couple hours, but when I get home, I will, uh, you know, get on it. And we wanted to keep it quiet, you know, we didn't want to publicize it yet, mm. and so well, that means I made I mean, I was sitting in my car, I wasn't even home yet, and I called Mason, um, I called a few area coaches that I know really well, and um. And I started messaging people because literally it wasn't even about whether or not they wanted to do it. I just needed to know if they could do it, yeah. you know, it's like, cause we have, you know, Christmas and new year's, you know, in the middle of all, well, you know, Christmas, at least in the middle of all of it. And it's like, you know, a lot of people, some people would be surprised, but a lot of people actually said, no, a lot of people declined and said, you know, I got, I'm going to take some time off. I'll see you in 2021. And as irritating as that is, you still understand it. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I wanted time off too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I get it, you know. Um, and there's some people that you know pass up opportunity and there's some people that just are like, yes, I'm ready, who is it, when is it? And they don't, some of them don't even care. They're like, what, when? Tell me when I'll be there, you know.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, and I called those people. <laughs> <laughs> I called a lot of those people. And I was like, are you available? Yes um you know chale uh once we figured out that mason was available and we locked in vader um we had a main event which is what we needed because i said i gotta get a poster out we have to advertise
1: yeah um yeah.
2: But we don't want to put a poster out unless we have a main event right <laughs> and um with vader came his teammate uh Dolloway.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and um we we love having craig on the card everyone loves craig ufc fight pass loves craig <laughs> um, you know and uh, and he's just he's a great representation of the sport you know no matter what and um for some reason by the grace of god uh ishi asked for him which is funny to me oh. because they yeah people are like, a lot of people are going, oh my God, what'd you do? Poor Ishii. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He asked for him.
1: <laughs>
2: you know what? If someone asks for Craig, you have to respect that. Mm, because definitely. That's quite a, that's a big ask, you know? Um, and not only that, but it's like, they had, uh, you know, Ishii uh, was in town before the last event and Craig uh, brings himself in from Puerto Rico, right? Mm-hmm. And they actually did some training together before the event. Uh, so that's funny to me is I have a picture of them posed together. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and Ishi, I mean, Craig was as surprised as I was. He goes, he asked for me. I said, I swear, you know. And, <laughs> um, and Craig's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, Ishi's no slouch, obviously. Mm. You know? and, um, and we saw, you know, I mean, No one expected Mason to win over Craig. I mean, you just never know, you know. And uh, when that cage door shuts, you don't know. So between those three matches, um, and we wanted, we we would love to have Boogeyman probably every single show. I mean, Uh, he's just such good people.
0: Yeah, every time I see Richie compete, it's just pretty. Like it's just. I think it's the movement because I remember listening to. uh, a JRE and um, uh-huh. Ed, Eddie, Eddie Bravo was on, and yeah. he was like explaining to Joe, he's just like, Oh, I've got these break dancers coming in, and <laughs> man, they're picking it up so quickly. And and yeah, I, I, yeah. I and yeah, then just watching some EBIs and just seeing like, um, you know, Boogie and his brother Geo just um, whew, yeah. And, and do yeah. their thing and it's always so dynamic and like the way the flexibility is just mind-blowing it makes my it makes my hips uh-huh. cry every time i see them put on a rubber gun or something right It's uh-huh. just crazy. so uh-huh. yeah
2: uh-huh. It just is,
0: it's tall, always fun
2: angly, yeah i mean he's a tall angly, uh or gangly or whatever uh you know, just a unique spirit, a unique soul. And he's such a good sport. Win or lose, he's great, you know. Mm. And um, and he wants a challenge, and he's specific, you know. He's very, I'll ask him, what do you want? Who do you want? And, you know, and he's very specific, and that helps. <laughs> you know, for matchmaking, I appreciate that. Um, you know, and so I actually am bummed out if we don't have him on the show. I just really enjoy his presence and him being on the card. But, um So we offered him a dollarway and Boogie is always looking for someone that he might not get if he went to a local tournament. You know, if you go to a local tournament, eventually at tournaments or Pan Ams or wherever it is, you know, you cycle a lot of the same types of people, a lot of the same athletes and whatever. And we at Submission Underground, you know, offer a unique setting in that you're going to get people that you wouldn't get normally at those tournaments. And so we offered him Dalloway and it was, it was through text and it was almost an instant.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> He's like, yes, I'm there. Let's do it. I'm like, awesome. Um, and so we had three headliners and I told Jayla, I said, I'm working on a poster right now. And we put out that first poster and I knew once we did that, the rest of the card would fall into place pretty quick. Um, you know, people, mm. uh People like our platform. They like, you know, they like the fact that, you know, we are on UFC Fight Pass. So there's a good presence there, you know, for them for, you know, you know, being recognized, you know, to the masses. And, you know, and some end of year holiday pay doesn't hurt anybody right now. So, you know, COVID's hit people pretty rough, you know, especially the athletes, you know, and the entertainment So, you know, it's it's a win win. You know, if you're ready, it's a win. So, nice. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, I can imagine that Jillian uh, Robertson was a pretty easy get. <laughs> she always seems that she's happy for a scrap.
2: You know, so I'll tell you what happened with that. That was really funny. Um, it was uh, Christmas Day, and uh, I tried to leave Chael alone since it was Christmas. <laughs> but when people don't leave me alone, I'm like, <laughs> you know? I actually had messaged him at like 10 o'clock in the morning about something and he wrote back, he's like, I can't take the call right now, some big fat man tried to break into my house. And I'm like, okay, I get it. All right, you got kids, you <laughs> know? But, you know, at 10 o'clock that night, I was like, hey, uh, you know, so so um, Pearl, uh, Pearl Gonzalez, she hmm. messaged us on Instagram and said hey i'd be honored to be in your show boogie's my coach you know i don't know why i never made that connection before but i hadn't if i'm being honest and um she's like you know my coach is competing if you have a spot let me know well as it turned out i only had one spot left on the card the rest of the card was filled and i was actually trying to fill it for somebody else but i kept kind of running into roadblocks and i was like you know I can't pass up Pearl. You know? mm. <laughs> if she's available and she wants to, let's run it, you know? And so I told JL and um, I instantly thought of Jillian because she was such a down competitor, you know, with um, with Amanda when we brought her in a couple shows ago or a few shows ago. And um, she's awesome to work with. And of course she's just no quit, you know? And she's a black belt. And Pearl uh, told me that she just got her brown because I thought she was a purple belt. But she says no. I just got my brown belt, and I said okay. I said, well, I have Jillian, and she's like, let's run it. Nice. So at the at that once I got that confirmed, I'm like, we have a full card.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God.
2: No, He said to me yesterday, he goes, how did you pull this off? And I said, did you expect me not to? I mean, <laughs> I'm offended by that question. No, uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's fun to work with him. <laughs> so.
0: Have you got to this place where, um, you know, you kind of, you know, as they say, you build it and they will come, you know, that you can just get people. You've got a, a Rolodex of people who are like, whenever your next event is give me a call
2: oh yeah 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 we definitely have um you know it's so funny because we our early shows had like anywhere from 16 to 22 matches i mean it was an all-day event you know it yeah. was like we'd be there for six to eight hours you know um and and we had everything from kids to teens you know whomever you know a lot of local presence we because we were having live shows and everything um But, uh, you know, it kind of, uh, it kind of went in waves for a while, because we weren't doing our shows every month. (laughs) Like we are now. (laughs) I mean, I think one year, we only did like two shows for the year. So we we had to find our stride, I guess. Um, And, you know, Craig became the face of our organization in a way, you know, and that helped bring a lot more attention just in the jujitsu crowd. A lot of people had kind of, uh, I think we're starting to sum up our event as kind of a WWE style um, MMA based kind of event, and, you know, just kind of wild. And it was uncomfortable, you know, it was uncomfortable for the jujitsu crowd mm. going in, what is your event? They couldn't figure out what our niche was. And I understand that because we were kind of all over the place trying to figure it out ourselves, you know? Um, I mean, this is our, 20th event coming up and we've been doing this since I think our first show was July of 2016 and uh and and obviously a lot of those shows were this year I think we started off the year at like sub 12 or something I don't know but it was um, the
0: 11 I think mean, you started 11. with 11 which is yeah, just 11. crazy you just think yeah. like now we're at 20 it's just like what
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you think you know yeah for three years or, or two and a half years whatever I mean we did 11 shows and we've done Nine this year, so so I mean we're finding our stride um we're also we take good care of our athletes, you know we de- we definitely try to, and that helps um Chale obviously is a chameleon, I mean he can work in whatever world you sit him down in, and he's worked really hard to make sure that you know um you know we can call in those favors that we need to, you know, and we can get the names like Cerrone, and we can get you know those kind of people. And then, you know, with Craig's presence, like I said, we're getting the attention of some very high level jujitsu people. Um, we have a lot of names float at us uh, this event alone. Um, you know, Kanan Duarte, you know, he's obviously well known on the jujitsu scene. Um, you know, everyone is yelling at us about getting Gordon back. <laughs> you know, uh, Nikki Rod, you know, we, we get a lot of bizarre requests because uh, of the MMA jujitsu aspect. Yeah. And so Nikki Rod's like, give me UL Romero, you know, give me Romero. <laughs> and so I I had, and I'm like, I'm kind of intrigued, you know.
0: <laughs> you know. That would that would be interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, it, it's we're getting our own respect in the fact that we can do something, we're given a platform to do something that no other show is doing. Um, and people like that, you know, there's money to be had, it's entertaining, it's a great platform with UFC Fight Pass and um and it's an interesting dynamic, you know? And so we're finding our stride. Um, I'm hoping that next year, um, we're gonna bring back tag team jujitsu, which was something that was Yeah fun. Exciting. Yeah, that
0: was a thing. Last year there were a good few of those matches. And yeah. it was just like, Oh, I wonder if they're gonna do more this year. And it's just yeah. You know, the year became what it was. So, like, after as soon as the world shut down, you're just like, Yeah, yeah tag team ain't gonna happen, right? Because no. that's too many people
1: in the game, too cage. many bodies in the game. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, you know, we, we had a really weird dynamic. Yeah, I mean, well, everyone did. I mean, with COVID, it was all these, um. You know, our first event after COVID hit was with uh, Carlos Condit.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Roxy was on the card, and both Roxy and Carlos had pulled out because of COVID, which understandable, you know. Not that they had it, but they were, you know, it was just was scary world, <laughs> you know, to even play in. And, um, and that's the other thing is you find some people care about that and some people don't. Some people, you know, I mean, the world's divided, right? So, mm-hmm. of course, the athletes are too. <laughs> so... Um, you know, the first couple of shows, it was like, everyone has to wear long sleeve everything, you know, which, you know, you can't touch in the cage, like you can't slap hands in the cage, but then you're going to grapple. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, it, it doesn't make is, a lot you know? of sense
0: when you mm-hmm. think about what's going to happen right.
2: <laughs> right you know we have a king doctor you know he takes everyone's temperature and does all that kind of jazz you know and he's been the same doctor we've had the whole time um you know we do everything we can to to minimize uh, we don't so the other thing is is we're not allowing any coaches or corners or girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever i mean it's strictly the athletes and staff that is it and some people don't care but some people are like who do i have to warm up with or you know whatever mm-hmm. and and so that's been a bit of a struggle a little bit you know i mean it's just been a stretch you know um and obviously you know it's island is a very secretive place <laughs> and <laughs> you know people are like i didn't know you had islands in oregon i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes we do um actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, we actually had talked about um, well, and I'm pretty sure it'll happen, but because uh, they're interested. But we had hoped to have uh, Geo and Boogie on a tag team. So
0: yeah, yeah I, I was always wondering because we yeah. see Boogie all the time, and I'm thinking, what about Geo? Can we get Geo yeah. fight someone?
2: Because I don't see that. I don't know why we haven't brought Gio in yet, because it's long overdue. It's very mm. long overdue. But Chael announced, you know, that, um, you know, or mentioned it to Boogie, and and Boogie's excited. He's like, let's do it, you know. And we were going to have them go against the Healy brothers, actually. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Chael, I I think Chael mentioned it it on his podcast. It was either the podcast or one of the in-between little Mm -hmm. segues in between some matches a couple events ago or something. You're just like, oh, I want to see that.
1: I want to see that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and and, you know, the hiccup on that, because we actually, we actually were going to do tag team, you know, like a couple shows ago, and the hiccup on that was that uh, uh, Pat Healy could not uh, it was in the midst of all the forest fires and everything was going on and whatnot. And right. he's a firefighter. And it was yeah, just, yeah. yeah, it just wasn't going to work out. And um, so we kind of RSVP that we, or uh, rain checked it rather. We just kind of was like, okay, we want to do that, but not right now. Um, you know, if you recall uh, at sug um, 11, yes, uh, <laughs> that was um, the tag team match with um, Bame and Vinny and uh, Craig and Nikki Rod.
0: Yes, the one where Craig didn't compete and it was just Nikki and oh, yeah. <laughs> And then everyone oh, yeah. was just like, what's going on? God wasn't an attacking, Craig didn't fight, what's
2: happening on? I
1: was so mad at Craig, <laughs> I was so
2: mad at him. I'm so slightly mad at him. No, um, <laughs> but we joke about it sometimes. Um, <sighs> yeah, what a nightmare that was. And it's so funny because now in hindsight, you sit there and you go, oh, my God, did Craig have COVID, you know, and we didn't know it because that was in, what, January, I think? I mean, so, yeah, it was yeah. before COVID hit, you know? So, you know, who knows? Maybe he did and we didn't know it. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's kind of crazy to think about that stuff in hindsight. But, no, that was the one where Chael was like, oh, 25 grand and everybody was so excited about it. And then all of a sudden you realize that, when there's 25 grand on the line people don't want to lose that <laughs> so so it's not as exciting as you would hope it would be um i was standing on the sidelines and i was so pissed <laughs> you know because uh tank team jujitsu was my baby that was my idea i ah. i, uh, I told Chael about it and said we need to do this because we were having um we were having our events at that venue and Saturday night we would do amateur MMA. And okay. it was loud and there was beer and people were like, Woo, you're gonna have a good time, you know, like they do at fights. And then the next day we would have Submission Underground and it was like a library, you know, because people are watching the technicality of the situation and mm. they're focused and they're learning, and it's not it's I mean, you can hear the corners, I mean it's just it's just a totally different vibe, you know. And so I told him, I said, you know, we used to do tag team jujitsu at some smoker fight shows a while ago, and a lot of people enjoyed it. The the fans got excited, they got entertained by it, and it was fun, and some people kind of thought it was a little silly, but it still was entertaining, and that's what it needs to be and so i was yeah that night that Vinny and bame won the won the trophy and the money i was so mad i said you guys just took something that i loved and ruined it (laughs) and they're like we just made 25 grand (laughs) well fair enough but um and you know in craig's defense he actually had told me i think three or four days prior to the event he said hey heather he goes i've been sick Um, I'm still coming. I'm okay. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm, I'll still gonna be there. But I just wanted to let you know I just haven't been well. And I was like, okay, you know, all I'm a matchmaker. All I heard was I'm still gonna be there. Okay, cool. (laughs) You know, no harm, no foul. I mean, I'm just being honest. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't know that meant that he was gonna be there and then not do anything. You know, and you almost have to feel bad for Nikki Rod in that moment too, because it's like. You know, Nicky Rod's great, but he, he got Vinny in the cage, you know?
1: <laughs>
2: and, and I thought Vinny was going to punch him. I'm pretty sure. I, oof. At one time, he almost did. <laughs> Picture of Vinny like doing this, you know? And I said, What is that all about? And he goes, I told him if he if he grabs my neck like that again, I'm going to punch him. I'm like, <laughs> Vinny doesn't play, you know, but yeah it was uh no so anyway i am hopeful that we'll bring back tag team uh jujitsu next year and without that kind of money on the line okay i say that but who knows what Chao will do who knows <laughs> <laughs> You know. what you about <laughs> yeah what
0: about um team events like quintet have you thought about doing adding that
2: it's been brought up i mean I don't know what the hang-up is about. I just don't think we're excited about it. I think uh, the part of the problem with Quintet, in my opinion, um, I don't really want, I'm not speaking too much for Chael on this, but, like, in my opinion, you know, um, we were doing shows, like I said, at the venue, and our, we're trying to not only have pay-per-view sales, but also have uh, seat tickets, you know? Yeah. And if you have Tenth Planet versus... Um, Dan or her death squad or whatever, you know, then you're only really getting those two groups of viewers, you know, and then, you know, some others, you know, you're going to have some people are interested regardless. But, you know, a big thing is, is like, you know, it's, you know, you have fans that follow certain people, you know, and obviously it's always the hope that you can have people that are just fans in general that want to watch and they're not watching because Gordon Ryan's on it or Craig Jones is on it. But there is something to be said about that. So it's it just hasn't been a focus. You know, our focus for the longest time was just filling up the arena and, um, you know, like UFC would and, and uh, you know, and then hoping that our views online work. And so the more different types of people that you can throw in there, you know, the better. So, yeah. That's just some marketing 101 there for
1: you.
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah okay okay
2: the you boring know. side of business <laughs>
0: uh, you know the, these things yeah they have to happen right you you've got to get bums on seats otherwise events aren't happening
2: yeah. well that's just it it's like you know you got to cater to a certain level of of uh interest you know so yeah i don't know i mean i think Chale, uh i mean obviously he's aware of the quintet style but it's never been a focus of ours so um, we're doing the tag team thing and we're also doing the MMA versus jujitsu as much as possible. And that's, he's happy. <laughs>
0: mm. so. Have you thought of incorporating some combat jujitsu?
2: Ah, uh, we would love to, um, or at least I would love to, uh, I get asked that a lot and there's a few people that, you know, are really good at slapping and there's a few that need to be slapped. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs>
0: Miss <laughs> Pearl, um, Pearl was real good at the combat jujitsu. She yeah, she she yeah. seemed to be uh hit it like a duck to water.
2: Oh my gosh, you know, it, you know, there's just some names that come to mind when I think about it. But uh <laughs> um so the problem is is that in Oregon specifically, um, as with probably most states, um maybe I don't know, but Oregon does not regulate jujitsu here. Um, They regulate MMA, kickboxing, you know, combative sports. And if we do a combat jujitsu event, we have to bring in the Oregon State Athletic Commission to oversee it. And it changes everything because it's now considered striking instead of just wrestling, you know. Okay yeah that's the difference and that's the reason that's like the sole reason why we have not <laughs> mm. is that they do not currently regulate our sport and you know as with most people you don't want them to regulate the sport. <laughs> 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 too much government in the business you know um but yeah so if we start striking then we have to deal with um you know, just a lot of variables, you know, for medical and ambulance and commission, et cetera, et cetera. So more boring behind the scenes stuff, but yeah, it's not going to be happening for a long time. So if, if ever. Okay. I
0: mean, that's fine because, you know, the, the, the matches They've all been fun, regardless. So you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if, you know, if something happens like when Jake Shields tried to smack up AJ, then you know, we can't control that. You know? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know, if the hand slips, that's not on us. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I say. Uh-huh. Yeah, didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see it, didn't authorize it, everyone's okay.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So um have you got plans for Amanda's first defense?
2: Um, no, no. She actually has been a uh, tough person to match. Um you know she's fluctuated a little bit in weight uh it is considered an open weight absolute championship but uh women don't like to agree with that <laughs> you know men are like okay when they're like 200 pounds um, but women are usually not at that weight class and um they, they are more comfortable with the range. Um, you know, Amanda fights actually as an amateur fighter at 145, so she's right. a featherweight base. Um, you know, when you add some quarantine and out of fight camp, I mean you're looking about 155, you know, 160 max. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that her last opponent, um, Spencer, Felicia Spencer was uh we we don't we don't do weigh-ins at our events. I will say that. So that's something to know in this discussion, but we do not do weigh-ins at our events. Shale doesn't believe in weigh-ins. People, <laughs> I roll my eyes because it drives me nuts. But uh, uh, you know, he's like, in my day, you know, anyone, anytime, any anyway, weight, you know, you don't even ask about what the weight is, you just show up and fight. Well, great. <laughs> <right. laughs> But not really. Uh, And and some people are fine with it. And other people are like, I want to know specifically what that person weighs. And I've done a few phone weigh-ins like before the events uh, to accommodate those people, but uh, no. And so I don't know what Felicia Spencer weighed last Sunday, um, but I do know that she looked like she was about, you know, 15 to 20 pounds heavier than what Amanda was. Um, Amanda still got the win. And so there was no... Argument over anything. We try to do an agreed upon, um, uh, you know, range, so to speak. You know, Um, I always ask the females for a range because if you tell me you'll only compete at one twenty five, then I'll probably tell you let's do another show sometime. You know, because I just don't have, you know, that luxury. A lot of people, especially during quarantine and with the gyms being closed, people are not uh, staying in prime shape that they would want to stay in and so i always say give me a range because you know it's like if you want something specific it's just going to be a lot more work to do it and uh yeah and right now obviously we don't have that time (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um but yeah as far as amanda goes um i know she's hoping for more of a uh jujitsu purist opponent. You know, we've been throwing MMA fighters at her, you know, Jessica I and, and you know Felicia and, and Jillian and whatnot. Um she had Aaron Hurl a couple of shows ago and that was a good match. But yeah, um, yeah. uh you know there's there's a few people um there's a couple of people I thought about you know people have been yelling at me to get Danielle Kelly in there but she's she I think she told me she was like 120, 115, 120 and she had said that she had gone up and wait before, but she wasn't really wanting to do that anymore. So, you know, yeah, she's not
0: huge, Kelly. Right. But um, oh god, who was it? There, you had a ladies' fight at submission. Oh, was it eighteen? Um.
2: Oh, with Kendall. 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 And, yes.
0: Uh, How about Kendall? Kendall?
2: She's heavier. She's, uh, she doesn't even like to say that she's 185. She likes to say that she's open weights. Um, and Amanda's really looking for like a max of 160.
0: Right. Right.
2: Yeah. So it's kind of a, that's, that's my struggle. (laughs) Hmm. Um, we've talked to, um, I've talked to, um, why am I forgetting her first name? Uh, um, Raquel michelle canuto i think is what i'm thinking of um but she's a ufc fighter you know so it's it's that it's still that fighter angle um and so i'm trying to find who is those uh jiu purists that we can put in there against her so we we keep getting fan questions and people everyone says bring in mckenzie durham <laughs> not opposed <laughs> to it but yeah so it just hasn't happened
0: yeah yeah i, I the um I can't think of it, the first name has just escaped me, but I think it's St. Marie. She, she won the combat jiu-jitsu belt um, right. last time out. And yes. I, I, in her post-fight interview, I think she was just like, my coach keeps on saying I should go to MMA, but ah, maybe not quite yet. <laughs> so I mean, she, I, I, I don't know what her weight was.
2: I don't know either but I actually that's funny that you said that because I think it was Amanda's coach that said something to me about that girl um and I and I admit and everyone pretty much knows this but I came from the MMA world um I'm I only got dived into the jiu-jitsu world because of this promotion <laughs> and so my knowledge and my expansion on the jiu-jitsu names are not as much as they are on the MMA side so, uh, so I'm learning, but yeah, I know. I I asked him, and he told me. Um, he yeah, her first name escapes me now too, but yeah, he told me about her. So,
0: yeah, she looked well, great. her 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 guard game was, whoo, was very good. It was very good.
2: Yeah.
0: I get yeah, her against uh, Amanda would be that would be a fun one. <laughs>
2: I you know, Amanda likes to go into overtime with these uh with these ladies and I um I keep wondering if we're gonna see an upset, you know. I I'm, I'm not trying to dethrone Amanda, she's amazing, obviously. <laughs> she's undefeated in our in our organization. Mm. Um we actually saw her in a tag team match and she holds the record for most subs <laughs> in a
1: tag team match. She's
2: phenomenal. Um she is Oregon's first black belt, so she's she's pretty phenomenal, but um uh yeah, I, I don't know if we'll see an upset like the whole Mason Craig situation for her in 2021, but but that's my next that's my next challenge because we are um well I thought our next show was in March until this one happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I am told that our next scheduled show date that I knew of is in March um and i think we have again about nine shows scheduled so it's gonna be a full year of submission underground you're gonna hear chael a lot
0: <laughs> uh, well march does seem like a long way away so i'm kind of glad we got something right. coming a wednesday
2: <laughs> to me i'm like that sounds like a month or two vacation i'm good <laughs> <laughs> no he's he, i actually i i uh i left my my plush day job right before covid hit uh, to pursue to pursue working for chale full time, basically, and nice. he has not disappointed me. <laughs> he keeps me busy. And when he said March, I went March, and then when he said December thirtieth, I went Whoa, wait a minute! <laughs> March was fine. <laughs> so, I think he wanted to thank you, but I don't know. <laughs> so. how, how
0: did you, you know, come on as the matchmaker? But
1: yeah.
2: The
0: matchmaker since the Up, right? So, yeah, yeah. And you work on, uh, Rose, uh, Roseland at the
2: Boulevard, is it? No, no, no. Uh, Rumble at the Roseland.
0: Rumble at the yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I get it. Don't even worry about. it. Yeah, I get it. No. Um. So I, I've been in the in MMA since like, um, oh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine and so I've been in that scene since then and in 2015 um Kevin Keeney he's the announcer that you see in Submission Underground but he's also the business partner yeah. um they they went to college together I think or school together they've known each other for years uh Kevin and shale and Kevin um was the matchmaker and announcer for uh Rumble at the Roseland and they've been doing that since 2001 that was their baby that was their promotion and um so he hired me in 2015 to be, the, uh, to take over as the MMA matchmaker for Rumble at the Roseland. Um, and then a year later, I get a message from Chael in typical Chael form, um, an email that basically says, hey, head, he goes, everything that you're doing right now for Rumble at the Roseland, like, uh, we're going to start a grappling promotion and I want you to do that for, you know, this grappling promotion, Submission Underground. And he's like, is that cool? And I said yeah because you don't say no to chael and you know? i'm like yeah of course uh, i had no idea no idea what i was getting myself into um and i uh, honestly it became uh it became too much um doing both and so i actually left my position as the mma matchmaker and kevin took that back over <laughs> and um uh, and basically chael stole me so i'm i worked for chael pretty much <laughs> Um, I still do work for, uh, Rumble at the Roseland, but only on a more behind the scenes, um, uh, assistance, um, you know, graphic design marketing person. So I run all the social media accounts for everything mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So how did you kind of get your, you know, jujitsu knowledge to, um, you know, start making these matches?
2: I a lot of trial and error. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, what honestly, I I actually owe that a lot to um, the uh, area coaches over here. Like I said, we had a pretty extensive undercard, you know, with like sixteen mm-hmm. plus matches or more. Um, and luckily, our community really rallied around us, you know, and wanted. They were excited. They wanted to see you know, this event happened, let alone, um, bringing jujitsu to a bigger stage, you know, which is what Chael said. It's like, you know, people want jujitsu to be a mainstream sport. Well, then you got to mm. put it on stage that people watch. And so, um, we originally were with Flo grappling. Um, and so that's obviously a huge stage as well. Um, but it, it just, um, I, I needed a lot of help. I needed a lot of help. And so I called on the on the coaches I built relationships with already for MMA. And uh, we just started making matches happen. I mean, and some of them were not great. And some of them were awesome. You know, I mean, sometimes, you know, the, the, the athletes obviously make the match, but um, you know yeah as far as the main card goes chael pretty much handled the main card for quite a while um you know just because i i mean i handle social media so i would see what people were asking for and what they wanted um but you know i mean when we had a, i think it was submission underground three we had chad mendez and jeff glover in the cage i don't know if you saw that one but um when people ask me what my favorite match was of Submission Underground, that's the one. Like even even going that far back, that's the match. And the reason being is because um, you know, that if you know, if you remember that match in the overtime, um, uh, Jeff Glover jumped up and was celebrating. He thought he had won.
1: Mm.
2: And the crowd was going nuts because, you know, here's this jujitsu amazing all star Jeff Glover, and he's like, I beat this guy, blah, blah. And Chad's competitive and Chad, you know, had read up on the rules and Jeff did not. <laughs> and we went, we went and did another round or whatever and um, Chad ended up winning and Chad celebrated that victory like he was in the UFC cage, you know, it was amazing. It was such an amazing moment. And Jeff was like hanging his head and he was like, man, you know. And um, but why, the, why that was such a favorite match of mine was because it was truly a definition of what we wanted was we wanted that the upsets we wanted the mma fighter versus jujitsu, you know player that's what chael wanted yeah and so to see that play out it was like this is what we want to happen this is what we want to you know people to see is that that even though chad Mendez might not be jeff glover in jiu-jitsu he can still win this you know and um and so you know it's it's a it's been cool to see those matches and, and to start, you know, the more knowledge I've gained, you know, getting the names and that we want in there for jujitsu, you know, it's been a lot of research, a lot, a lot, a lot of homework, you know, I'm not ignorant to jujitsu by any means, but I definitely did not know who the stars were, you know, obviously. And, and to be fair, you know, Chael didn't necessarily either, you know, I mean, we didn't, you know, um, We've just, it's been a learning experience, Kevin. <laughs> it's
1: been a very big learning experience,
2: you know, um, you know, Gordon and, and, you know, Gordon's been in our cage a couple times now and people keep wanting us to bring him back, but I'll tell you what, Chael loves him some Craig Jones. And yeah. so.
0: <laughs> but I, I think Gordon was tied up on an exclusive for a while.
2: Busy. Yeah, he signed something with I think Third Coast or or um Who's Number One or something like that. He did sign some contract, but it was not exclusive actually, because he was boasting about the fact that it was not exclusive. It was like a six match contract or something, but it was it was not exclusive, which I thought was uh, kind of crazy because I would have made it exclusive <laughs> if I was the one writing up the contract. Yeah. But um no, his, uh, his, he's, very, he's very much publicized his, his issues with our promotion. And that is basically, the short of it is he does not like the five minutes.
0: I, he, I was yeah. going to get on to the time. Yeah. Because yeah. there are, so, there are some, of the, some of the matches and you're like, oh my God. It's so back and forth and it's great. And you can see people working and then, Beep, tie, yeah. and you're like, no, 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 no. I want more yeah. time. I need more time in the main event. What's going on? Like overtime yes. is great. I love I love EBI overtime because yeah. it just adds that new flavor to it. But you have got the right time. To Anything can happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean? and if you t- if you you know called your toss right, and you uh-huh. second, you can uh-huh. still pull it out. You can yep. still pull it, and we've seen that. And that's what yeah. so the overtime is great, but. Five
2: minutes. So literally, that's easily the number one complaint we get. You know, (laughs) even even as much as people love to hit our refs, that's the number one complaint we get is the minutes. And uh, Shayla won't budge. There is no budging at all. Now, I will say this. We used to do uh, eight-minute matches, I believe is what it was. It might have started at 10. I think it was 10 and then it went to eight and then it went to five um mm. for like our first couple of years we were playing around with that um yeah, I, our did, team I, had... did,
0: I was like i swear the matches were longer they like, were
2: they I swear... were i want to say they were eight <laughs> minutes I, I i could be wrong but i think that they were eight minutes is what they were and then our tag team matches were like eight minutes as well but um and we haven't changed that that's still eight minutes which is kind of funny <laughs> but but um so we were a flow grappling, as I said. And these events were like all day events. I mean, six to eight hours we had like 20 plus matches on them, like um like you'd see with uh, fight to win, you know, mm-hmm. a very similar style like that. Um and then we went off on our own on channels YouTube or whatever for a few shows there, and then we uh picked up with UFC Fight Pass and it's been my understanding and my explanation is that our uh, TV time, so to speak, is two and a half hours. And yeah. that's a huge cut in time, and that's not to complain, but it is a, a very big difference, you know, than what we were accust- uh, accustomed to prior when we had longer matches. So if we put 10 matches on the card, there's been times where we've gotten really close to that uh, cutoff time. And so we, you know, we have talked about making the main event 10 minutes or making the main card longer, you know, in general, the main card one, I don't like that, merely because as a matchmaker perspective, I'm going to have people saying I don't want on unless I'm on the main card, because this is a 10 minute match, you know, Um, so I see a lot of argument for that. Um, and then if we do just the main event and, you know, if we have two championship matches, I feel like we have to make both of them, you know, at the same time, if that's the case, like we just had for Amanda and Mason.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so I, I'm not opposed to a, a main event, you know, being longer. Um, but, uh, other, I mean, I don't, Chael hasn't budged at all on it. <laughs> and I, I, I'm making an assumption that that's pretty much why. So our time just doesn't allow for it. So. And not only that, but he, he you know, as he says, he's like, some of these matches are boring, you know, I mean, it's not, it's just what it is, some of the matches are boring, do we really want to have people changing the channel or whatever, because, you know, it's a boring 10 minute match, you know, so it's kind of, I mean, but yeah. I, you know, we had someone suggest at the last show, uh, which is so chill, I could see it happening, but, and it almost did basically, but saying like if the match is good having chill say let's add five minutes you know if both people agree you know which is kind of what we do with rda and cowboy <laughs> but, and kind of happened but i I think that'd be kind of cool for the fans for chill to go should we run it again you know and everybody online's like yeah let's do it and the fan the fighters say yeah and we go for it you know but I mean we really don't offer um win or lose pay you know our pay is flat mm-hmm. so it's like you know so strategically it's not you know that way
1: but yeah
0: yeah yeah okay i i just say i i do understand right because yet yeah. sometimes you get a long fight and it's kind of you know, neither want to fully commit because they don't want to get caught. And so it's very strategic and you get a flat match, Uh which happens in MMA. You know, you have times when you think this fight is going to be incredible and it kind of cancels itself out. So it's always hard to know exactly what you're going to get. So the five minutes, like it does, and the thing about the five minutes as well is when you get that late submission, you know, yeah. and you're like, oh, it looks like it's gonna go, wait, oh, it's an hour, is it's an hour You're like, yes, incredible. And it it's, <laughs> yeah, everything up and you're like, oh, 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 so
2: that's that. It's bittersweet, but you know, a lot of people, so a lot of people love to hate Mason because, basically because he beat, you know, Craig and they say he's Stalin or whatever. But you have to think, like, a couple of shows ago, we had Mason versus Vinny.
1: Mm. And
2: they didn't go to the ground for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and people were like, this is, you know, just yelling at us, all sorts of things, you know. And it's like, okay, well, did you want to watch that for 10 minutes?
1: <laughs> you know?
2: So it's, it's, a, it's a bittersweet, you know, up and down thing that we just kind of have to, I mean, I just, I guess the short answer of it is we just have to have it that way right now for our TV time, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean that's cool. That's cool. Like the biggest thing that gets me sometimes though, is like differentiating. Like when you've got people you don't know. Like there's certain people. Like I could pick, you know, Don Stoner out of a, a lineup. Okay. Yeah, you say, oh, that's, yeah. yeah, that's Stoner. Okay, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. But then
0: there's some people, and they could look very similar, and then they uh-huh. come in in like black rash guards, black leggings. You're like, wait,
1: who's who? <laughs> which one yeah. is which? Yeah. <laughs> is,
0: yeah. is there a thought of maybe, right? You, you say to people, okay, you, you've got to come, you've got to have, like, a coloured rash vest. We don't care what it is, but it's got to be a colour. And then the other person, you, you and
2: black. yeah. We actually had talked so it actually came up when we did the tag team match with Vinny and Kyle and, uh, you know, about having, you know, this corner blue, this corner red, right? So we were going to mm-hmm. get them all custom outfits and it's like you know first of all the time crunch by the time we thought about that it was way too late to make it happen (laughs) but the other problem was is like you know i think it was craig that said well i want my shorts to be a certain way because these ones are too restrictive at this length or whatever Right. and now all of a sudden we're having issues about material versus length versus you know whatever you know and people well, can I still wear my sponsors and now we have to get their logos and get all that ironed onto whatever outfit we buy. And so it was just proving to be a nightmare, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Um, and accommodating the athlete as well as what the look that we were trying to achieve. So um, I did notice, and I actually keep forgetting to ask uh, Kevin and Chael about it, but I did notice that um, when I was looking at pictures from this last event that the females um had on different colored uh ankle bands
1: did you notice that
2: yeah I'm not sure why that is I'm not sure if it was because both their outfits were dark or what the deal was or maybe they wanted that or maybe the ref wanted it I don't know but um yeah I noticed that their match in particular had that and I'm not sure um I was gonna ask about that and find out why because maybe we do that for every match but um I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot that goes. There's so many things that go into you know making the show, uh you know, fan friendly. You know, watching online and listening online, and and then making the athletes feel like they still have. Uh, and we don't. We don't want to do the whole Reebok deal. You know, like <laughs> we don't want to piss off people and do
0: the Reebok thing See, I, I, that, no that was, was no one band. of the big things. I liked the Reebok deal. Because you, you?
1: You, yeah.
0: you know, you could work when there when there's fighters you don't know. You were like, okay, so that's thingy because they're in.
1: That
0: yep. yeah. So it, yep. it made it easier. In, i
2: have a in thing that thing It's great. Yeah, the fighters hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't please everybody, as they say. Yeah, I know. Well, it's funny because Chael, you know, he's watching and he's commentating or whatever, and uh, um. I do his, uh, I give him like just the basic details and stuff like a little cheat sheet, you know, for each person and whatnot. And uh, he, he says to me, he's like, can I have a picture of them with those notes? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that would make sense, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because he needs that too. He needs the visual, you know, is that Don Stoner or is that, you know, whoever, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So Chael has that problem too. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad it's not just me.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. And I was trying to think of how we could do better on our uh, our stream as to differentiate. I think all we have right now is blue corner, red corner with their names. So, yeah, and maybe maybe we put those same pictures up. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe, or
0: or just like you know, like the leg bands, or you could give yeah. them an, an arm band or something. Mm-hmm. Like, something it doesn't have to be anything too egregious you know what i mean yeah just, yeah just all right no, make one person shake their head you know that yeah could
2: work, you know? yeah yeah <laughs> can you color your hair before the show
0: <laughs> i mean you always know chris leone right <laughs> when <Yeah>. he's fighting
2: <laughs> yeah you always know yes we you know even when he's not fighting believe me <laughs> he had he, he, uh, mentioned combat jiu-jitsu and I said, oh God, who first? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a lineup. I have a lineup of people
1: wanting to do. <laughs> people love to hate that kid, yeah. But.
0: He wasn't very happy <laughs> after the last fight.
2: Uh no, he was not. And you know, I have to know that I've uh I've known him since uh his debut fight. His first fight was with us at the Rumble of the Roseland actually. Oh. um, so I've known him for he was with us before uh Smish Underground even started.
1: Okay um
2: and uh you know he trained at chael's Gym and and so we we go way back with him, you know. Um and obviously he got the Bellator deal and now he's a free agent, but um yeah i mean he uh he was really upset over that 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 match kind of came down to the whole thing about not having a weigh-ins um you know he had two he had been priorly booked with two other 10th planet guys that pulled out last minute on him yeah um one of them had caught a fever and was concerned about covid and he actually ended up not having covid but regardless he did pull out and which i appreciated and um we tried on like literally three days notice we tried to have like six other people you know commit to this match and we kept on getting no's and no's and no's and no's and the weight was too much or whatever you know uh Lencioni really wanted to have a match that was a max of 160 ideally you know he's a 45er um and uh it came down to two guys, and one guy was a 185er, and one guy was Andy Varela. And Varela had obviously previously competed for us in the 10K tournament at 7:15, mm. um, and a few other times since. Um, And he's a great guy; he's awesome to work with as well, and obviously tends to play at Las Vegas. And when I messaged him, I said, "Hey, I said, what, what do you weigh?" You know, and uh, he told me, he says. I'm about one seventy two. And I said, Okay, cool. And I told Lencioni and he reluctantly agreed to it. He wasn't thrilled about it, but he agreed to it. Um, and obviously we don't do weigh ins, as I said. Um, a lot of people put it in his head that Merlot was like hundred <laughs> and ninety pounds and so there was a lot of back and forth between before that match even happened a lot. Oh damn. And, um, you know, with me and Lencioni in general uh, with me telling them there's no way he's, you know, he fights at 155, but he's not 190 pounds. I assure you. And um, anyway, and he shows up and he's, he's 5'11 on paper, but you know that he was insisting, Lencioni was insisting that he was six foot two and 190 pounds. And, <laughs> um And so when he lost in there, he immediately blamed it on the weight. That there was lies that happened, and you know all this kind of jazz. And we kind of went back and forth on it because I don't want to be called a liar as a matchmaker. You know, that's important. Yes. You know. <laughs> um, and as it was, you know, just because of all the chatter online about it, Varela actually went home. And mind you, this is the day after the events, after he's eaten everything else, and he weighed himself and he was 173 pounds. And I'm like. Uh-oh. So, you know, let's see how he lost. We'll have him back. You know, we like him. He just, he, uh, he felt a certain way. So, <laughs> it happens. It happens. We try yeah. to have a fun moving show and people, you know, people react the way they do. So, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment.
0: Never. No, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, it adds a little something to it all you know it does it
2: does well i'll tell you what he posted on on instagram that he wanted a new opponent basically and i had so many messages from people <laughs> saying i'll take him. i'll take him." and you know these people are you know almost 200 pounds unfortunately <laughs> you know i had a i had one guy who was in our 10k tournament and he says i'll take him and i said you are like 185 pounds he will not take you <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, you know, so you know, weight classes are fun. No. <laughs> yeah. As a matchmaker, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> okay. I all right, so 2021. Okay, I'm gonna put out some names and okay. you tell me the likelihood that they maybe hit an event.
1: Okay. okay.
0: So Ryan Hall.
2: Oh, I yeah, I would love for that to happen. I, I'm pretty sure that Jale has discussed that as well. His name comes <laughs> up a lot. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's a high likely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. How about Kenny Florian?
2: Kay uh, Yeah. I
0: think I think, uh, I think uh, you might be able to get the kid back in
2: action. You know what's funny about that is that our very first show, our first show had not even happened yet, and Chael had just emailed me about all that stuff, and and Florian's name was the first name that I ever got in my contacts list from <laughs> Chael, and he says, hey, I need you to message him and tell him the details of Submission Underground, and I'm telling you what, Kevin, I sat there for like an hour before I emailed him because I was so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous about it. And as it was, he didn't end up competing for us. And I don't know why that is. And I um I'm not sure why it hasn't happened since. But uh yeah, he's been talked about since day one. So maybe. Right. <laughs> maybe. I don't know if it's us or if it's him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the script sailed. I have no idea. So, <laughs> so that's yeah,
0: no, that that would be fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Okay. Um Oh good. I had a, a few people in mind and just <laughs> blank. Now I've got blank. Like Amanda <laughs> Hebas. I think her up against um, you know, Amanda could be fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm open, I'm open for all suggestions on that. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's gonna bring us for Amanda's opponents. I mean, that's yeah, highly likely. You know, I mean, you could spot off Mackenzie Dern, you could spot off uh, Gabby Garcia, and I'd probably say highly likely because I don't know yet with Amanda, I don't know what that looks like.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd love to see Grace Gundrum against her, but
2: oh, I would love to too. She just got her black belt, yeah, yeah, she, uh, yeah, and she was in our um, I don't remember what show that was, but she was in our show as a teenager, of course, and and uh, yeah, I would love to have her back, absolutely, yeah. I and
0: mean, she is just. Man, she's a killer.
2: and just no emotion about, you know, that generation we all talked about. We're starting to see those people come up, and she's one of them. You know, it's exciting. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd love that, Rebecca. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Twenty twenty one is, uh, you know, that is looking almost here. <laughs> looking interesting. Brian Ortega.
2: Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I would love to. And that T City—is that what they call them?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I would. That would be fun. That'd be. You know, we get asked a lot about the Diaz brothers. You know, that's like mm. one that we get asked about a lot. And uh, that'd be fun to bring them in. And I—I I think the reason I—I I I reminded myself of that was because uh, I think his name's been mentioned against one of the Diaz brothers. But yeah, <laughs> people want to see. It's funny because people are like, we want to see these two fighters, you know, uh, do jujitsu. And so they automatically think of our show because of Chael, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like what is, um, when you're trying to get MMA fighters. Yeah. Right? So do, you, because it's like, I can imagine if they, you have to check if they've got a, a fight with the promotion.
1: Yes, first. yes.
0: So Definitely. it's kind of like, it, you know, and, like, there's Cub, Cub fought in um Quintet last December with mm-hmm. his, um, you know, I think he tore his ACL. So, he, mm. December was his first fight back. And yeah. they're often that fear. Like, you, you hit people up and they're like, ah, I'd love to, but don't want to get injured.
2: Yeah, yeah so... It's funny that you mentioned that match. That match, uh, although it was not ours, has kind of haunted us a little bit this year because, um, admittedly, the UFC specifically has been a little, uh, even though we're on UFC Fight (laughs) Pass, they've been a little hesitant to give us any anybody that they, uh, you know, might have planned, you know, for this next year. a lot of people were asking us what happened to Derek Lewis, and that's probably the quickest thing I can say, is that's what happened, is that yeah. we went, uh, oh, we don't really want you to have Derek Lewis. We need him. Um, you know, it's somebody, oh, God, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this online, but somebody, uh, I'm just repeating what somebody else said. Somebody else, uh called our organization the um the grappling bare knuckle basically so it's like when oh. so when, when the fighters are done with their careers they go to our show <laughs> you
1: know? oh that's
2: that's
0: harsh and not true
2: it's like I, they, they got me it's like should i just look at the roster of who dana white let go this year you know I and mean, come on and you know? also <laughs> um <laughs> you know, we are lucky in the fact that Chael plays well with both uh, the UFC and Bellator. I mean, he's, like I said, he's that person that can go in between both successfully mm-hmm. um, and work for them in that capacity. And uh, and so we get to have the Ryan Baders and we get to have, you know, the Cerrone's on the card, et cetera. Um, and uh, so, you know, yeah, it, it's, we, like, um <laughs> <laughs> this is so horrible, but Dillashaw came to mind, right? Because uh, okay. he was on suspension. You know, anytime, anytime a fighter goes on suspension or he's let go from the organization, we get tagged every time. You know, it's like, oh, you Al Romero, okay, uh, Pettis, okay, you know, or when Jones was on his umpteenth, you know, suspension, <laughs> okay, get John Jones. You know? <laughs> It's like, well, maybe we don't want them. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, people like to matchmake for me, and I appreciate it. I, I pay attention to it, but
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it just it just depends. But, um, you know, Jillian, obviously, she's coming off of a fight from a few weeks ago. And she had to check with um, the UFC, basically, you know, and make sure that she was good. And they said, yeah, so, Yep. Nice. And I thought Pearl was actually still with the UFC and I guess she's in Invicta now. In Victor, so yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: so that kinda worked out too. We didn't have to worry about her checking with you know, so whoever.
0: So. Oh just you know what, fighters like um Megan Anderson.
2: She yeah, might
0: be someone for um, Yeah,
2: she's come up a lot too. Yeah, she came up um Came to mind when we brought in. Uh, we, I think we when we brought in Jessica. She she her name was mentioned. Yeah, we brought in Jessica. Ai, so, yeah, people like her too. It's uh, <laughs> I do a lot of googling about uh, UFC fighters and their belt levels and. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think she recently. Oh gosh, I want to say brown. I I
1: think uh-huh. Megan yeah, just I think so. recently got a brown so. belt.
2: Yeah, and I, I tried really hard to get only black belts in there with Amanda. Uh, Jessica I is just a badass and so that's how that happened. But um but that's you know, we run into that problem. Like I think Chale announced um Anthony Johnson as a black belt, you know, last weekend and <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, since when? Uh, <laughs> Because you ask Anthony what his belt levels which you know we had a reporter ask Anthony that um, when he competed against Craig, you know, yeah. we we had public events and I heard the reporter ask him and he says, I've never been belted. And he's like, Well, if you were, and Channel's like, <laughs> like, he's a black belt. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, by default, you're a black belt. Channel <laughs> always says that uh, we want black belt or better. You know, and I said, What does better mean? He goes, like Bellator or UFC or yeah. something like that. You know, we want black belt or better. So I I consider Anthony Johnson a or better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so as an example.
0: <laughs> I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs>
2: How we we'll so, um, match make over here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Will you be doing ghee matches next year as well?
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, it's always my intent whether it happens or not is, you know, get to be seen sometimes, but uh it's always my intent to have at least one gi match and as well as at least one female match. You know, if yeah. I don't have either or if I don't have both of those, then I I usually hear about it from somebody um, and I understand that, you know, it's like, we're not, we're not trying to be a strictly no-gi organization. Um, it's just that a lot of people are more apt to request no and we actually changed our forms online, our applications to say, tell me what your preference is because I want more gi matches in there, you know, and, um, it's just a matter of finding those people that want to do that instead of no and right now we're getting a lot of no-gi requests and so that's just the way it happens, but... Mm. Yeah, no, we're always open for uh key matches, definitely. I, I the fans love it and I, I like the difference, you know, the different change in there. So and I didn't think we we're gonna have any female matches on this card because usually they're not the easiest to put together and on short notice I didn't care <laughs> you know, honestly, to, to work too hard <laughs> um on getting this one out the door and uh and uh we had two great female matches fall into our lap and so here we are but yeah
0: yeah that is a (laughs) a great match that is such a good match
2: Mm
1: -hmm. very much looking forward to that i don't
2: know if you're familiar with uh because i admit that i was not but um kristen mickelson is on the card and i'm not sure if i'm familiar with her but she's uh satoshi's girlfriend and she's a black belt and uh rita gribbon um is out of uh san diego and she i forgetting her gym name right now forgive me rita but she is um she competed for us at submission underground 2 against kira batara at the time so and then rita actually showed up um a few shows ago uh with her significant other and um she did not compete, but she was there. It was when we were allowing a plus one. <laughs> and um, so it's nice to bring her back and she's going to be competing. And obviously, she took the match on very short notice and she's great to work with too. So it's.
0: Uh, really I, I didn't know that fight was happening.
2: I hadn't seen that
0: one. So. Yeah,
2: it's on the. Yeah, I think it's the third match of the night. I'm telling you what, like I, you know, a lot of times I'm doing other things during the event. And so I don't always see every match, you know, which i wish i did but i don't and uh this one i told jayla i said i want to watch this one for sure (laughs) like (laughs) i'm excited about you know we actually have a rare a rare opener of uh purple belts and we usually do not do purple belts um we used to but uh that's something that we've been trying to not do we've been doing high level brown and black belts as much as possible um and uh but charlie gilpin uh this is his sixth appearance with us he's a mma fighter as well as great wrestler um and uh he's became a teacher's pet with Chael. i mean Chael loves the guy and john simone actually trains at Chael's gym so he's very familiar with him too he's a very wrestler and mma oriented as well um and they're both purple belts and that's it's i think they're both gonna be fun to kick off the show with so we're excited about that
0: Oh, no, i'm Yeah, I'm looking forward to that fight,
2: that that, that's
0: a good... Was it Charlie Last Event who was jumping up and so happy he got the win?
2: No, no, that was the first match of the night was uh, Prokopos, Denny. No,
0: Yes, that was it, Denny, yes, that was so, (laughs) that was so fun.
2: <laughs> I was in the back watching TV with no audio, but I could hear everything. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. And uh, I actually I texted Taylor and I said, well, if that didn't start the show off right, I don't know what. To do. <laughs> I So I kind of felt bad for Stoner on that one. I'm like, geez. <laughs> I, I did not honestly, and I told Denny this later. I did not realize that Denny had not competed in so long. I, I didn't realize that he had had such a long hiatus um and uh he uh he immediately asked for rumble johnson
1: <laughs> oh damn <laughs> I,
2: I i swear he he came and sat down next to me and he says i want rumble next and i said what
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> okay he goes well you do matches like that here and i said we do we, yes i mean you're at the right place
0: <laughs> okay so that's something to look forward to uh next year
2: I well, I don't know if he's gonna get that. I don't know if he'll get that, but he did. Re- he did request it, so we'll see. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't say yes to all of them. <laughs> I assure you. Right. So, but we get we get a lot of David versus Goliath uh, type uh, requests. You know, Anthony Johnson's lost a lot of weight, as we saw in the cage uh, last mm. Sunday. But, uh, I remember uh, when he was up against Craig, I, <laughs> I posted his weight on Twitter. That's all. Nobody else's weight. It was such a mean thing to do. But I, <laughs> I said, Anthony Johnson has now weighed in at 240. I remember it was 240. And, <laughs> oh, my God, that tweet went viral. I, I, think, I think Ariel Hawani shared it. I mean, it was not. <laughs> and Anthony's like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> really?
0: I I mean I I think it was good that you posted it because I think people might have thought it might be heavier, because oh no he
2: huge. Hey,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I there's a picture floating out around there that our photographer took, and Craig is looking at Anthony like, "What have you been doing? Like what?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he did. He did you, and he did quintet, and in both events, he was just huge.
1: Yeah, and it yeah. was
0: weird because it was the time when he, you heard all the rumors that he's re-entered the, um, you yeah. know, the Usada pool. Yeah. So we're yeah. just everyone's yeah. thinking, oh, he, he's getting to fight. He's going to fight soon, <laughs> and then you see him and you're like, huh? What's happening with Rumble? <laughs>
2: Well, that was like when Jones competed for, uh, you know, John Jones. comes in and, you know, we had live audience weigh ins during our MMA show, you know, and he grabs his belly and he's like, Thanksgiving was good to me. <laughs> like, wow. Thanks for showing up in prime shape, you know. <laughs> Still went out there and took off Dan Henderson's leg, but um uh, yeah. Just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was. Ooh. That was
2: a fun fight. Chael was so geeked out over that, so geeked out over it. He was so excited about it. He's like, I can't remember what number it was. I think he said it was like UFC 165 or something like that was being played back tonight. He's like, we're playing it back. I'm like, all right. He goes, the fight that didn't happen. I'm like, all right.
0: Well, yeah, that was a thing. It, it, we yeah. well, we lost the UFC because that fight uh-huh. didn't happen. Uh-huh. So the yeah.
2: Yeah. that
0: you got to do that fight yeah. was huge.
1: He
2: was so excited. Sometimes <laughs> Shell kind of just like he has an idea and he just gets so excited about it. And it's like, okay, I'm right here with you. I mean, if he's excited about it, you got to be excited about it, you know? <laughs> like, okay, I'm here for it. You know? <laughs> oh, wow.
0: man. So, yeah, I am definitely looking forward to Wednesday. I just can't wait. It, the fight card. Is incredible. Thank you. you. It came about in such short time is yeah, that's crazy.
2: I'm impressed with it. I'm impressed with what we were able to do, like literally like on three days. I mean, we did that in three days or less, something like that, yeah. Three or four days. (laughs) It was crazy. I told Jayla, I said, Don't get used to that. If you call me next week, I'm not answering the phone. (laughs) No. I mean you have set a precedent.
0: You, yeah. you have done that now.
2: <laughs> well, I told him. I said, "I said, are you, uh, are you, uh, like checking this? Uh, is this a test? And like, is this am I being tested if I can do this weekly? <laughs> you know, there was rumors floating around for a while that we were going to do a weekly show, and I'm like." <laughs> Like, you know, the photographer gets to show up to the event the day of the show, but I don't, you know? It's like, I gotta do all the other stuff before that, you know, it's like, my job the day of the show is just to pay people, That I mean, that'd be nice, you know? <laughs> so, it's a lot, but it's worth it, and the show goes on, so.
0: Indeed, well, you were one of the events that continued. You know, what I mean, you you were lit. You were the foot. You came back. Was it a a week before, a few weeks before UFC? So, yeah, you you've been rolling all the way through, which definitely was big. It was big. You know, being you know, able to hit, yeah hit on Fight Pass and watch something was great.
2: I remember Chael saying, "I think we're the only sport in the world right now on TV." <laughs> I remember him saying that. Because it was, it was a couple of weeks before the UFC came back. And he's like, we're literally like the only live action sport happening right now. And I'm like, you know, you, you sit there and you think about that. And it's like, wow, mm.
1: <laughs> that's
2: crazy. And we got a lot of heat for it, man. We got a lot of heat for that first couple of shows. But and now everyone's like, oh, you guys are heroes. I'm like, okay, cool. That's a nice turnaround.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it, it's, it's weird. Right, because you came back, UFC came back, and everyone was mm-hmm. talking so much craziness. Like you, yeah. You're putting people's lives at risk, you don't care, yep. you're evil, you're in yep. it for the money. Yep. Right.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: But, right, they, they, private, they put out yeah. his video last week. And then everyone's saying, oh, that's disgusting. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be patting yourselves on the back. And the yeah. crazy thing is, whenever I hear people talk about, you know, COVID events, they're always like, yeah, no, so the NBA really showed everyone how to do it. And it's just like, wait, what?
2: Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no,
1: the it NBA really was awesome. not
0: first.
2: Was. Like, know. what are
1: you talking
0: about? You know, I get offended
2: no, too, thank you. I get offended. I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been the whole time.
0: <laughs> and and all the and this is the thing about, I feel about um Dana's video, right? Not many of the media who came out talking everything they were talking, they haven't come out since and gone, you know what, we got it wrong. Like these people did it well. Right? No, they haven't done that. Some people have not everyone.
2: And so I feel people are scared right now of the public. I mean, they're just scared. And we, we just, you know, some people have told us no, like I said, some people message us and think, you know, that we're horrible, but for the most part, we become, you know, cult heroes, you know, <laughs> during this pandemic and you got to ride the wave. I mean, Chael said, you know, the show goes on and I said, mm-hmm. are you sure? And he says, it's going on. And I said, okay. And I'll tell you what, that first that <laughs> first show when we went off air after the show was over there was a collective sigh of relief <laughs> like i don't know if i've ever seen Chill like show those kind of emotions you know i probably shouldn't even talk about it but like but he walked out of his little commentary room and there was just like a, we did it <laughs> And uh, we just all kind of like applauded, and it was like, okay, we did it. And then it was like, well, we're gonna do it again, okay? <laughs> so,
0: yeah, hey, yes, they—they've been, you know, they've been fun events. And look, we see the people cleaning the, the octagon, you know, like yeah. you understand. So, yeah, it's good. It, it's like I don't think anyone imagines that it's just. All right, we're pulling people off the street. You're going fighting, and no, there's so so
2: many precautions we're taking. So many, yeah. Yeah. It's annoying, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) It's just it is what it is, you know. But yeah, it's you know, it's it's definitely different. You know, a lot of people are like, I can't wait till you can have audience shows again, and I'm I'm telling you, I there's kind of this collective uh, thought of, like, do we want to do audience shows again? You know, it's been kind of fun being on Sug Island. It's been kind of fun, you know, just having chill in a room talking and, you know. It's, yeah. It's, no,
0: wow. I, I, there is that thing about seeing... I mean, I guess Craig might have wanted an audience show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you wouldn't have heard the noise. But you yeah. hear everything, and that's mm-hmm. fun. Like yeah, that, the yeah. whole interaction with Craig and Vinny, right? Yeah. You heard it all. Because it's just like you're watching. it, Like, wait, what's ha- what's happening? Like, yeah. and then suddenly yeah. it's over, and you're like, wait, what? But you yeah. heard a lot of that interaction,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, mm-hmm. and with yeah. an audience. You wouldn't yeah. have put that up.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, and a lot of people wouldn't have, you know, it's like a lot of people wouldn't have heard those kind of interactions. I mean, can you imagine if we did that tag team match? with those you know now with no audience oh, oh, you would have heard everything that Vinny said to nikki you would have. <laughs> like no cut the mic <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's a family-friendly show <laughs> <You know? laughs> so yeah it's it's wild i mean it's been it, we've had a definite um if we've ever found our stride, we're finding it right now and and you know there's, there's a there's a slight fear that I carry that when things get back to normal and things open up again, people will forget you know, but I don't think so because no. I think we're really we're really finding that stride I mean we're you know and as long as we're staying active, which we are, we have a full mm. schedule next year, I mean I think we're actually going to come out on top a lot, so it'll be
0: yeah, but look I, I kind of feel that you know you kept going right? You kept Mm -hmm. going and the events were great. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like they were just like, oh, I guess these are the best people they could get.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Right. We've actually gotten a lot more people that we normally might not have gotten because of COVID, you know?
0: Yeah. And right now, you know, like Eddie has gone over just to combat Mm jujitsu. Right. So I think, There's a a clear path for you guys. And you're different from Polaris and some of the other events happening. Mm -hmm. You're on Fight Pass. There's Mm -hmm. in the UK, right? Watching Jiu-Jitsu is hard. (laughs) Like you mean like it's so good for Fight Pass because like I don't know how else you get to watch it, really. You know, so having you guys, Polaris and you know. See, see see combat jiu on fight pass is great yeah like, I think yeah i did a couple of other things but yeah like you you've been there all the way through so now mm-hmm. you're kind of synonymous for grappling right yeah. so i don't think people i don't i wouldn't imagine there's going to be a fall you know for, the, yeah. for the, you know when crowds come back Mm-hmm. is being there all the way so people
2: it's right or we've that. been consistent yeah you know we've right? been consistent yeah yeah we've been consistent so it's you know it, it's it's exciting to see the progress it's exciting to see um you know the more we grow the more we capture the interest of people that we Normally wouldn't have, you know, before, you know, and I mean, you couldn't have if you'd asked me about names last year and you had said Saronia, I was like, yeah, no way, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of names that come to mind, not just MMA, but yeah, it's it's been it's been awesome. So it's been really cool to have such amazing talent in both, you know, their respective sports, you know, in the cage and and. uh you know making the shows happen, flying people in, flying them back out, and uh you know it's it's exciting it's exciting to see the fans get excited about it, you know it's it's right now, the world is the way it is, and there's not a lot of things to be happy and positive and exciting about, you know or, you know yeah. just be happy that your health is good, you know, and you know the economy is the way it is, and I mean, heck fight passes. God, what was our show? $5 last month or not last month, last weekend. <laughs> and uh, it's technically free, you know, on Wednesday if people do the trial, you know. Mm. So it's, you know, that's cool. I mean, if you, yeah, if you don't have Fight Pass and you do a free trial right now, I mean, it's free to watch, so.
0: Well, and also, if you don't have Fight Pass, what the hell are you doing, people? <laughs> right? They, they do The amount of events no. <laughs> you can watch on Fight Pass is it's great i got it mm-hmm. for myself for a, my birthday a few years back <laughs> and yeah. it is just you know being able to watch so much content yeah it's awesome so yeah, yeah i i'm very glad that you know submission <laughs> is on there
2: <laughs> it's wonderful being on it for sure
0: mm. so but- what time do people need to tune in next wednesday
2: uh, it's actually the same time as usual. I mean, The only difference is it's a Wednesday. So it's uh, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. I don't know what it is in the UK. People always ask me that. And I'm like, I don't know what the time difference is. <laughs> like yeah, I get time. caught I no out idea. with the
0: time all the time.
2: Like, yeah. I
0: sometimes tune in late and have to rewind and be like, <laughs> just like, Rrr. God damn it, it started already. What's happening? Ah.
2: Right, right that's funny yeah I don't know people ask us all is it no messages what time is it in this country I'm like I don't know but, so, <laughs> but yeah so it, it's exciting I mean it's nice to be on fight pass it's, it's nice to reach all these different audiences and uh it's nice to give something back to the fans you know during this whole crazy year so I'm glad that we're that we're doing it on Wednesday even if it's a little crazy <laughs> for me to do it on Wednesday but that's okay it's,
0: it's a good treat before uh you know it's, the new the year's the year. So
2: it's
0: a good way to end things off yeah
2: well a lot of people have a, a lot of people get new year's off or whatever and and mm. it's a good it's a good thing to do for the fans before they start drinking you know and <laughs> you know cheers so.
0: exactly exactly yeah and yep. um so what are the, uh, what are the sites where people, where can people follow everything that's going down?
2: Yeah. So um, our website is cagedpromotions.com. And that will take you to all of our promotions that we have, including of course, the Mission Underground, uh, Rumble at the Roseland, as well as Wrestling Underground, um, <clears throat> Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, we're all on there for Submission Underground. Um, I think on Twitter, it's, excuse me, I think it's S-U-G and then underscore grappling um, because I could not put Submission Underground (laughs) on on their little Twitter handle, unfortunately. Uh, But you'll find it under Submission Underground for uh, Facebook and Instagram. So, yep. And then, of course, where you need to be is UFC Fight Pass. So, yeah. Download the app, 14-day free trial. Uh, I think it's UFCfightpass.com or UFC.tv, but you'll find it, so yep <laughs> well, we're running it <laughs>
0: hey that's great I, I, yeah. I really appreciate all your time <laughs> yes
2: that's
0: yes a, a good insight into the world of submission and what it goes is. into putting all of yeah. stuff together
2: <laughs> my pleasure my pleasure it's it's nice to to answer the questions and kind of explain things that i can't always explain in a twitter post you know yeah. <laughs> all the fans like say things and it's like no it's really not like that but you know, <laughs> if you respond to every single fan then you don't have time for anything so, <laughs> so yeah but no i appreciate the interview I, I very much and it's a nice uh, distraction for me from this other work i need to do <laughs> i seen a few messages so it's probably from the boss man himself but yeah we've ah. we got people flying in already tomorrow so oh damn okay yeah. it's happening <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like wow it's happening but it's exciting
2: awesome so, yes
0: well um yeah i i'm yeah looking forward to the event and um what you have in store for 2021. So, thank you um, yeah, I will definitely be waiting <laughs> with bated breath as
2: this <laughs> day. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be here. <laughs> Splendid. Uh, thank right. you, Kevin.
0: Thanks a lot, Eva. Much All right, you. we'll talk to you later. All All right. Right. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, people. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that one. Um, and, you know, as the lady said, go Check out Submission Underground 20 Hey, you can do the um, Falling Day Trial on Fight Pass You know what I mean? Get a little taste Trust me, you're going to be renewing that Membership, but um, yeah We are now at the end of another Episode people, but Before we b- bounce Let's look and see what's happening In the fight world Well, on our first event back The 16th of January Joaquin Buckley Is getting back to it He's going to be fighting Alessio De Chirio That's going to be interesting Right Now They were meant to fight Um uh, I think they were meant to fight on the 16th But um Unfortunately Natalia Silva Is um yeah, she's injured. So now, Victoria Leonardo will be going up against Manion Firot. So that's going to take place on the 20th. Then, a few days later, right? Juliana Pena against Sarah McMahon. Um... No, that's not happening That's, yeah, that's been moved actually That's in February now Okay, so that's gonna be At UFC 257 Okay Um, Oh, on the sip of February Just before that We're getting Alexander Pantoja Against Manel Cape So it's good they were able to keep that intact You know Then Our last For the Today on the 13th of March we've got Jason Witt against Matthew Semelsberger Hmm, some interesting fights people, looking forward to that But it's all about Wednesday Alright, so we're going to drop an early chin check with our predictions But it's all about submission Underground 20 You know what I mean Ryan Bader against Mason Fowler For the belt Right Phil Gonzalez against Gillian Robinson Oh shit CB Dollaway against You know Boogie Man Martinez So hey I cannot wait I'm going to be watching So yes we're going to drop a preview show early, early, early Wednesday. You ready? But um, that's what it's about, people. See you then, alright? Peace.